0: yeah Welcome to Ross mm yeah. Ross. Mhm. Thomas. All hey, right. I'm fine. Yeah. How Excellent. are you? I, I.
1: I'm bristling. You're bristling. Yeah. Prickly with energy.
0: Yeah. All right. Vibrant. How are you?
1: Well, I had a horrible illness for a little while. I just flew or something, mm-hmm. and it knocked us. But I'm I feel fine now. Though, so.
0: I've got crip diarrhoea at the moment. <laughs>
1: That's why you're shitting into a bucket. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's the well, type new. of level we'll go to for the listeners, because mm-hmm. it was in place, we're recording today, now, and even though you're, you can't go five minutes without having a
0: shit. Actually, one sec. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> six baths so far today. Mm. Can't get it out, the stains. So, <laughs> we're back with episode 10. Holy oh, wow. shit. Double figures.
1: Yeah, I don't know your numbering system, though, because there's a lot of, like... What's the problem? 3.1s and disc <laughs> 2s and stuff like that, so... It's not me, it's the producers. Uh They can't count. The overloads, are.
0: It's actually episode 19. Oh, is it? But it's episode 10, so yeah.
1: Also, we'll be hitting two landmarks, like episode 10 and episode 20 uh-huh. n- next episode, because like, yep, we're doing part. two mm-hmm. today.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. How does that make you feel? oh uh, well yeah. <laughs> perfect I, I, yeah. <laughs> um it's i mean how many hours is that each episode on average is about an hour and 20 minutes or something
1: yeah it's
0: a lot of hours that like, you know i know a and lot how many of hours has time to have the producers spent editing that and putting it together tweeting things <laughs> creating a facebook page again i don't do any of this but fantastic that, you're doing it making that the producer making that picture of us uh that, that picture the snapped of Wayne's Zen that day oh yeah Which well we had a just...
1: fl- we had a fly there as well of course or go yeah. through the portal. I know why or did whatever. they not
0: come and get her? I know we just left with there
1: that number whatever bus that's supposed to go to number Zen? One, number one was oh, number right. one Terry that's the one that, that
0: yeah. uh, Terry got Terry mm-hmm he might be back soon. Yeah. Oh, a little teaser.
1: Oh, I. Um, I'm quite excited for that one that's coming up. We're mm. doing quite a lot of work. I-, I would say, fact fans and people who actually want to listen about games and stuff. I think going forward, there's going to be big, pivotal games in in we're like in our history that we we'll want to give time, attention to talk about. We're yeah. doing that with Street Fighter. I was going to say akin to Street Fighter, Super mm-hmm. Street Fighter Two episode. I feel like we're gonna we're gonna lock it down more, horn it a more, and uh,
0: can we lock it the fuck down? Mm, we can, yeah. F bomb. F bomb. F bomb alert.
1: Is that the first
0: one? Yes, first one. First of many.
1: What happens if iTunes then said the only reason you can swear in your podcast, but you have to then put a time for every swear word? Timestamp. Yeah, would you do that? No, I'd bow out. <laughs> I'd invent a new swear word. <laughs> what would that be? Well, Go. it was smeg, wasn't it, in um, Red Don't you tell me
0: they made that word up.
1: It's smegma. Well, that's what it is. Oh, yes. I saw. Ask Siri what uh, smegma is.
0: Hey, Siri. What's smegma?
2: Checking
0: my sources. Uh, sources. <laughs> Here's what I found. Take a look. A white... Mm.
1: Why? Is that why she wouldn't <laughs> say what it is? Yeah. Oh, it's it's some horrible um, yeah, it's, gunk, oh. isn't it? Oh
0: dear. Mm. A white secretion of the sebaceous glands of the foreskin. Okay, listeners, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've hit our peak, really, really early in this episode. I
1: would say kudos to Red Dwarf, though. You know, yes, you, you watch a lot of um, science fiction. Like, I do. Shit science fiction. Where they come up with a made up word.
0: Like Star Trek. Not like the word Star Trek. Like a I mean, swear I, word.
1: I can't think of any...
0: Um, Boomba that Boomba <laughs> <Boomba-clad>. <laughs> I don't know what that
1: means. I, well, in Star Wars, they make up like... Bamfa, Bamfa dung or something like that, wouldn't they? They, they don't, by oh, the way. Yes. If any nerds want to just say... Well, actually, they don't. <laughs> they don't. I know that. But, you know. Yeah. Anyway respect to um, Red Dwarf for coming up with something Mm. that is offensive but got through I mean they say it loads in the episodes
0: fact bomb Mm. you ready yeah when Han Solo says this ship did the Kessel Run in 15 parsecs uh huh yeah you know parsec is a measurement of penises is a (laughs) I think a parsec is a measurement of distance and not time uh Uh huh so he's fucked up there hasn't he Mm, poor Han I know He's a canny guy. He's he's a great guy. Han. Is it Han or Han?
1: Han, I think it is, isn't it?
0: Who shot first?
1: He was always my favourite character. You know, if you were playing Star Wars at school, like...
0: Oh, last week, like we were... Mm
1: Aye. Who would
0: you be? Who was I? Yeah, who who did you? Uh, Grebo. I did. No, I was um, the guy who goes... (laughs) Mr. <laughs> Luke I don't like you either <laughs> oh am I oh who's that guy in uh, Star
1: Wars Luke Skywalker no Obi-Wan Kenobi more, and Obi. more um, on the the sidelines than them guys right um, he's precipice of fame return of the Jedi he mm. answers the door and he looks like John Merrick and he says "Unjabawanka" or something like that <laughs> he's
0: got the big horns that are wrap around his shoulders Jabba and he's Aye, got his fingers oh, and he does the Jedi mind trick on him and he lets him in Aye. and then he realises what he's done and he's like oh Jabba
1: like, what planet is he from I, I want to find uh-huh. out more about his planet yeah. and like, like what the spin off
0: do you not hear about the spin off movie that's going to be based just around him
1: Right, what's he called then Jabba Wanga what, what planet is he from mm-hmm. mm. um, he's right? from the planet mm. <laughs> <laughs> alright
0: <laughs> episode 10 yeah we are Yep. what's the what's the schedule schedule a schedule well we're going to talk
1: about the homework yeah um in this episode i want to talk a little about the indie games i got free with playstation because of us being ill i played through one of them to completion and i think retro fans would get a kick out of that game so we'll talk about that okay is anything you'd like to bring to the the party
0: many things Mm. yeah shall we start with the homework though
1: yes definitely yeah Which game would you like to
0: start off with first? Because it's at the top mm-hmm. of my list of three, let's start with Paperboy. Okay. Or, in France, mm-hmm. Les Garçons de Papier. Wow. I don't know if that's right, it just it would make sense, wouldn't it? You're blowing me mind. remember League of Gentlemen?
1: Yeah. Where,
0: what? L'Enfant azur.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to talk about that bit where... Um, and I always get this wrong, right? So it's not... He it's, it doesn't actually say this. But you know Legs Akimbo, the... Um, yeah, the, the company, yeah. And one of them's a Geordie. Uh-huh. And he, I, I always think he says this, but I don't think he does say this. I dim not know what news Papa you're reading. <laughs> and it's news like, Papa. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right eh? <laughs> Just exactly as where we speak.
1: I. Well, that guy, that link I showed you from the castle, is that what it's
0: called? With that guy from uh, Buffy. Angel. Oh, is yeah, that... Yeah, yeah, There's books out that are supposed to be penned by that character as well. Mm-hmm. Kelly's mother reads them. But yeah, that was one of the worst... It was the worst Geordie impression I've ever heard. It well, was, when that it was last, unforgivable.
1: The, the, the last was just as bad, though, because uh, she was claiming to be an in, interpreter. I thought, Geordie And did. for one minute, she was speaking that... You know that posh English that uh-huh. only exists in American movies?
0: Yeah. Where so you just speak clearly...
1: One minute just talking like that, like Laura Croft. Uh-huh. And then the next minute she's talking to this guy who's meant to be where we're from.
0: Which just sound like a... Like a would say,
1: like, well, I can't do the two my guy man. <laughs> it's like, he's saying that he's went down the town.
0: But he used, like, really strange slang words. You are oh, quite rare, even for us to use. I think he said, he said
1: do up" like a kippa as well, which is I nothing... Know. I don't say that. I think he said doyling
0: at one point as well, which was oh,
1: pretty weird. We we say that. We do,
0: but, like, for... I don't know, that's just a strange word to... To put in there but he, he sounded like a traveler he didn't sound like a geordie sound like a mm. you know a gypsy. oh
1: politically correct
0: politically, politically uh questionable so paper boy mm. hey tell you what i've got the wikipedia page here uh-huh. picture oh yeah it's a color version we played it on i played it on the spectrum i played on
1: the commodore now The Commodore version and the Spectrum I think came out in 1986 and the arcade game came out in 1984.
0: Um, It says it's a 1985 arcade game by Atari Games originally developed in
2: 1984.
0: But yeah, the the Spectrum version I would imagine I think the Game Boy version actually because I used to have that the Game Boy version and that was awesome and I think it looked better than the Spectrum version. Played better than the Spectrum version Uh, from what I can remember.
1: I watched it um like a comparison video of it Mm -hmm. because I hated the Commodore version Really? I thought the Commodore version, aside from the music the music's great Uh aside from that the Commodore version is everything that like criticism towards the Commodore is usually large blocky graphics tick Ugly, muddy, drab colours. Tick. Slow. Tick. <laughs> it, honestly, the... Now, the thing about Paperboy Boy is me and Terry played it a lot. On Main, the drinking game that we used to do. Yeah. Now, the Main version has a, an awkward control method because on the arcade, it was handlebars. So, the arcade... The, the version... How oh, was it, really? Mm-hmm, the version we play... Terry's managed to map the controls to a, a joypad and bear in mind we used to play it hammered getting even more hammered playing it with this imprecise control method all of that was easier than the Commodore 64 version because the Commodore 64 version's perspective makes it so that when you're on the road you have hardly any room for manoeuvre yes. and the, the cars or or bikes or or skateboarders come in and you've got no way of avoiding them I mm. finished Munda once. Oh, by the way, if anyone's not au fait with um, Paperboy, you deliver newspapers for seven days. Uh-huh. You go down a, a route, a street, and there's people to deliver to, like subscribers, and there's non-subscribers, and the non-subscribers' houses tend to be like dark. Some of them have gravestones and stuff. I mean, I,
0: I was going to say, what was with all the gravestones? Because that was on the, pa- uh, the gameboy version as well. It was gravestones everywhere
1: it's on the arcade um it, it tends to be the the houses that are like not subscribers tend to be like uh, dilapidated or, or darkened mm. and sometimes i have gravestones and you get points for hitting i don't know how hard these newspapers are but if you hide them off a, like a tombstone it cracks, yeah. <laughs> it smashes
0: the top and you get points for it yeah. From the of- why did every mailbox have sun written on it as well well the actual
1: paper that they made up for the game is called the Daily Sun. Right. Okay. But that's another thing. Would you buy a newspaper? Cause in Paperboy, right, that it has the front page to the newspaper a couple of times. Yeah. Would you buy a newspaper? That just seems to be obsessed with the Paperboy. Oh yeah. It's like when you when you failed when you die in the game, it drops a newspaper with certain slogans, saying yeah. like. Vandalism at an all-time high. Yeah, because this paper boy was like Matthew smashing Windows, stuff. Yeah. And paper boy, I'm sure they say something like, Paper boy is the worst. <laughs> and it's like, one newspaper that is obsessed with like the paper boy. You
0: should see how many formats it came out for. Just oh. list them: mm-hmm. Amiga, Amstrad CPC, Apple 2GS, is that? Or IIGS? I think the Apple II 3G's. was all I know. Or... Uh, Arcade, Atari, ST, BBC Micro, BlackBerry, mm. oh. Commodore 16, Plus 4, Bloody Commodore 64, DOS, Electron, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Gear, Genesis, J2 ME, nice. yeah. Lynx, NES, Sega Master System, Xbox
2: 360.
1: Mm. Uh, interestingly, I, I looked at the Xbox 360 one and it got pulled. There was a few games that like that happened with. You know, they came out and then at the last minute they knocked them off. Really? Uh, um I, I also seen what the Mega Drive, uh, the Master System version looked like. Mm-hmm. And it looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. Now off the back of me just watching um Bootsy and Mike uh, yeah. play through the NES version. Right, okay. So I've recently seen the NES version and the Master System version. Now when you think about the 8-bit consoles, everyone goes on about the NES, like, mm-hmm. how, like how successful it was. It's probably one of the most successful consoles on the face yep. of the earth. But not many people talk about the Master System. The nice. Master System version looks miles better really? than the NES. It looks so much brighter.
0: It looks like the arcade. Better boxes as well for the Master System games. <laughs> Contentious. <laughs> and I don't agree. It's one of the many, many reasons why I would take a Master System over NES every, any day of the week. And you love Alex Kidd, don't you? Alex the Kid, my favourite game. Um, So on the front newspaper, I noticed it looks like he's holding a battered fish. Right. He's nodding in agreement. (laughs) Right. Um, The in-game newspapers look like chips. Uh Uh-huh. On the sidebar. This is on the Spectrum version anyway. I also, I'm aware that fish and chips sometimes come in newspaper when you go out in the shop.
1: Not anymore, they don't know, they don't.
0: But but in the time that this game came out. Uh Uh-huh. So what the fuck's that all about? So he's delivering
1: fish and chips? Maybe.
0: Maybe he's not a paper boy after all. Maybe he's just a fish and chip distributor.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's on his CV. Or the game developers are trying to make or buy fish and chips.
1: Did you get a hankering for fish and chips when you played this game? I I feel like I want fish and chips now.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: Stop the podcast. Let's get fish and (laughs) chips.
0: (laughs) Also, when you got... Killed by something. Mm-hmm. It, used to, it would come up with things like, What a jerk I am. And, oh. <laughs> and the weirdest one, I've been slimed. Really? Yeah, it came up saying, I've been slimed.
1: When did... Um, Not that... I mean, obviously like, it's a reference to Ghostbusters. Well, I, but, but it'll be around about... It
0: was 1984, 1985 for this. Spectrum version, 1986, I think it said. Before I go any
1: further, there's something i just remembered. And you'll love this because you obviously... Well, both me and you have been privy to a lot of insect warfare in these eight-bit games, i.e., bees attacking. work. Now, I never seen it on the Commodore version, but on the arcade, I'm sure there is bees. There's a hive. High... not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> the the like the most beneficial, as you said, the most beneficial like life form. Yep. In
0: if we didn't have bees within uh, there's like weeks or months or something the human race would die out or something stupid like that I bet you that's factually incorrect I don't think it's weeks or months it might be years but we wouldn't be able to survive without bees because all of the crops wouldn't pollinate and shit like that
1: what about hummingbirds
0: they'd die too (laughs) alright I'd make sure of it Mm. The huge donut. Did you see that massive thing? What is that supposed to be? Uh,
1: there's a lot like that though in the game. I mean, oddly enough in the Commodore version, you know the, the road sort of like, so you travel up to a point and even on the map it shows this, there's another road into yeah, sex. Yeah, that's right. And on the arcade version, they're just these old style cars, which I yeah, always yeah. thought was weird. Um, on the Commodore, um, the Hells Angels types on oh, these it... motorbikes and that, Think to myself, why did they change the sprite to that? What that's was weird. the reasoning behind that? Is that
0: is that the one that's on the driveway or is that someone else again? Because that's the, the guy in the... I thought it was like a kid on a little tricycle thing and I, I really enjoyed smacking him with a newspaper and he'd go zap right. like that when you killed him.
1: I can't remember, I, I can't remember because I only fleetingly looked at it on the spectrum. Uh, Seriously, horrible. look at the Commodore version. I take no delight in saying this, but the Commodore version is it is terrible like Mm. it it got uh, 44% in Zap really 64 yeah and uh, I think I remember you know how I'd made that statement last podcast about how I I kind of want to look at games that I'm like I played on on more powerful machines I want to see what the 8 bits were capable of I think I did have Paperboy in the day and only after playing it Mm. Did I remember? So I must have buried it, like you know, like when I got abducted by that Nazi that time.
0: Ah, oh, that's for a different podcast. Is he the one who um, cut off your penis? He he cut off my
1: nipples and then mailed them back to us. Really? And one got lost in the in the post. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I know. I'm only. I've never heard this before. No, I've only got one nipple. Oh wow! No, because I've only just mailed it up now.
0: Ah, oh. right. That fully fully explains it. Um, I. I do like the theme tune at Paperboy.
1: Ah, oh, the, the Commodore version fantastic. Classic,
0: isn't
1: it? It's like <laughs> Pri- imagine Primus playing
0: that. Good kind of see awesome. <laughs> South Park theme didn't they they did aye yeah it's strange is isn't it aye if you consider how when it started up South Park it was like relatively small it was you know I saw that I feel like I was the first person in England to see South Park well I, I... would you like to know why why because I went to Canada when I was in 90 I think about 13 or something for mm-hmm. about 10 weeks with my mother when she was studying and South Park started over there while I was there yeah I remember drawing a picture of all fallen and mm. sending the letter to my brother and my sister saying I've just started watching this cartoon called South Park it's really, really funny. And then when I got home, it just started when I got home, like a few months after or something, it started over here.
1: I'll be the first time ever you and only time I cruelly odd, you were ahead of the curve. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Bye the
0: Son of a bitch, right. You, <laughs> you son of a
1: bitch. There's a lot of speech in the arcade version oh, that we there? don't get. Oh right, i didn't Don't tell my boss.
0: Does um Jason with his pneumatic drill does he speak? Because <laughs> he was in the fucking game.
1: I think um a one that sticks out on the arcade is uh, someone's like like a, there's a robber, right? Uh huh. One of probably the world's great like shittest robbers because it's broad daylight. And this guy's running around the street with a bag... With, I'm sure the bag's got swag. swag written on it and it's stripey.
0: I liked how you couldn't get back on the curb until it sloped down again. Yeah. I like that.
1: i tell you what I like about the game. You know the game world? It's so quaint. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot happening. I'm going back to the arcade version here because yeah. of the Commodore 1 being so shit. But there's a lot happening in the game because on the arcade version you pick easy, medium or hard That's street. Right. And like they are packed full of like ideas and like how things interact when you hit them and there's one lush touch that I often go back to when you play the game on the arcade because me and Terry have finished all three um roads when you get to Sunday the newspapers move slower because they're heavier uh, yeah. and I think that's a really good touch bearing in mind they didn't have to do all that sort of yeah. stuff you know
0: uh, I've got a, a lot of fun memories of playing it on the Game Boy I like the cover of the Game Boy uh, cartridge as well. It was like this lovely sort of electric blue. It was really nice looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I read on Wikipedia, but I couldn't find any like YouTube clips of it. And we've both seen Wreck-It Ralph. But apparently Boy makes a cameo in Wreck-It Ralph. Does he? The ca- character. But I've seen Wreck-It Ralph twice now, and I I can't remember it. He'd like...
0: be in the background in one of the scenes. There's quite a few scenes where there's like dozens in the background. Mm-hmm. He's probably in there somewhere.
1: And I would also say it's another game where, if you look at the 8-bit era, there's a lot of games about mundane jobs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, Spray Paint Harry or something. I made that game up. It's like... Copyright. Yeah. Copyright pending. If anybody makes it, makes a lot of money. Money. But, you know, like, stuff like, you know, Mario being a plumber and stuff like that. Uh It's, you know, there's no special forces gate like that know there is, but, you know
0: what's that one uh papers please you heard about that
1: oh it sounds fascinating uh, yeah it's right. meant it's to be incredible that. yeah it's meant to be good what i've heard about that game is you've got to hit the quarters so what you're doing is you're letting people over the border uh-huh. and you've got to hit a certain amount of quarter uh, quarters so you can't let too many people through and stuff like that and because they've all got little faces and it's like backstories yeah. I, I i think i could be all wrong on this no, i think you're right i've only ever heard about it you, you can make bad decisions on yeah. the game and then have to block other people that you would have went through and stuff like uh-huh. that. The morality in games is a new, a relatively new thing, I think. Uh-huh. And I quite like that. Yeah. It's like pushing the envelope a bit, isn't it? So did you like Paperboy then on the spectrum?
0: Not particularly. Uh, I've got great memories of playing Paperboy, but I didn't enjoy my experience of playing it on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, the controls were pretty horrendous. It didn't look very nice at all. No, it really, wasn't very pretty. It was all just one color. Which I know the the Game Boy one would have been even less colorful. Mm-hmm. But it just it was just better. It just felt better.
1: You know that weird clicky noise he makes when he writes on the S Spectrum version. Mm-hmm. That's something I always think of. Adventure armor had it, didn't it as well? Uh, aye. Like that. Like it's meant to be the footsteps, or God knows where it's meant to be on paper. Boy, is it the?
0: Maybe it's the chain or the, the spokes.
1: He's got like bubblegum wrapper, uh, yeah. bubblegum cards sticking in his spokes. And I, we didn't mention the, at the end of every stage, you you do a little
0: um, assault course. The ROM that I played fucked up. At the end of every stage, it, the graphics were mangled and you couldn't see what was going on. Wow. Uh, so I think it was just the ROM. I tried a couple of different ones and it just it just didn't work. It was like the graphics had exploded on the screen. <laughs> you just couldn't see anything. Shit. <laughs> Well, you won't miss them much.
1: i also seen the Armstrad version, uh-huh. um, just for shits and giggles. The Armstrad version has no sound at all. Right. The reason being, I've I've, laid, I've I found out about the Armstrad that it runs in different modes. Mm-hmm. Now, it has like a higher definition sort of mode. That's why on them ones, they use less colours sort of thing. Each mode has its own strengths and weaknesses, and one's like quite power-hungry so they picked a one like that and because of it they couldn't put any sound effects or music in right, okay. the graphics do look good but it's in a really little window as well yeah. that, that welcome back to 8-bit gaming as well with windows little yeah. and the fact it's got elite written in massive writing you yeah. know like because they made it
0: I, the most. that's right most of the, the game was uh, along the side had all your newspapers and mm-hmm. then I think in the top it had Atari written at one one bit in a box it had <laughs> yeah. all your lives in another box I had a gaming window that you actually played in was Tiny mm-hmm. that's right well, that was a classic like you say welcome back to the A bit that was classic huh? mm-hmm. well I think that was it Yep. other than the fact there was Paperboy 2 have you ever played that?
1: oh I'm glad you brought that up um, well I really like Paperboy on the on the arcade as I've mentioned the main and because of that I've got a SNES uh, emulator and I've tried tried playing paper boy 2 it's unique selling point is the houses are on both sides so you oh, have a right. button for one side and a oh, button I for see. the other and you can be a paper girl in it if you so wish Ooh. i do not like it uh-huh. um for me they took the simplicity of the first game and just it's the controls again though to be to be honest the controls on paper boy, because of that angle, are so but like
0: they're so weird. It's really difficult to judge. Really, really difficult. I found it hard. I think I only hit about five or six uh, mailboxes. Mm-hmm. But I got like more points sometimes for hit smashing a window than I did for uh, getting the paper in the fucking letterbox. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I will say one thing. Yeah. In in the future as well, do you think paper boys or paper girls or you know? gender paper people paper people or newspapers do you think they're going to just be an arcane relic of the past
0: oh, without a doubt are they? without a shadow of a doubt they're not going to make it
1: newspapers so you think that right yeah. and I agree with you well why is it also an advert for a new newspaper starting up
0: why last ditch attempt to try and
1: who the fuck Four, that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, that's like opening a DVD store,
1: <laughs> um, or the cell park where back. Randy gets. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is a brilliant a episode. Take on,
0: um, the, the shining, shining it? yeah, it's fucking brilliant.
1: Oh, I get it. <laughs> Blockbusters is so old that it's haunted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh that's a fucking classic.
1: So, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is that is Paperboy.
0: That is Paperboy.
1: <laughs> What a delightful voice! What would you like to talk about next?
0: Roller coaster, yeah. Roller coaster. Okay. Roller coaster craziness. So let's have some facts before we talk about stuff that may not be a fact. Uh huh. It's a platform-based game mm-hmm. which contains some strategy and puzzle elements. Uh-huh. Uniquely, it holds the claim of being the first video game to ever simulate amusement rides. Really. Mm-hmm. Released in 1985 by British video game developer Elite Systems to overwhelmingly positive reviews. Elite again. (laughs) It was for a time one of the most popular games for the ZX Spectrum. Should I tell you the plot?
1: Before you you mentioned that roller coaster on Wikipedia, right, Mm -hmm. says that it's out on the Commodore 64? Ah, yes. It's not. Oh, so.
0: Did you play on the Spectrum then? I did, yeah. Oh, so the game Unlucky the game <laughs> takes place in and around an amusement park after closing time. The player takes control of the park's owner, Colonel G. Bogey A disgruntled employee has right. started
1: I'll <laughs> have to stop you there, right? No, that storyline was all made up apparently in a review. <laughs> really? Apparently and that's another thing, and I know we're, we're probably the one of the podcasts that's most guilty of this, right? It's the it's the um internet the misinformation on the internet yeah. how it just circles round carry on though.
0: <laughs> it disgruntled employees are scattered to take soon, scattered the takings all over the fairground in the form of money bags mm-hmm. the goal is to collect the money so did you play it?
1: yeah of you now did. I would say <sighs> roller coaster and the next game Dynamite Dan is
0: it <laughs> it certainly fucking is.
1: Now, these two games I would lump together for being total Jet Set Willy type games. Absolutely. Like,
0: just quintessential. In in an unbelievable amount of ways, which we'll discuss when we get into Dynamite Dan. Yeah. So many ways.
1: I would say, I would say Rollercoaster's better than Dynamite Dan.
0: I would agree. 100%.
1: Because I would say the level of madness in Rollercoaster, the graphics, Mm. it's so trippy. I was going to, I was going out, right? Well, I was waiting for my girlfriend to go out. So I was going to give her a lift somewhere. So I was listening to some music, right? And I was watching a walkthrough for the game. And honestly, it felt like I'd been smoking dope or something. Uh-huh. And I know people say that, what were they on when they made this game? But literally, the colours. Uh-huh. And also then, the way they've used rides, it's easy to say, oh, so they've used like, you know roller coaster rides or log cabin, uh,
0: log. log flume, and big wheel. The way they do it is so weird. Uh-huh. It's like it's just like the floating, the floating and nothing in space and <laughs> inside. Uh, it's it's totally fucked up. I like it though. It's it's a really visceral game, and it's memorable. With the
1: spectrum, the the level of color, and they just do not give a fuck about color clash. No, like, no they no. just haven't even bothered. No but i'll tell you the colors on that game uh-huh. like how bright they are and how how just nuts every level is that's what i like about jet set willie really. i like mm. the ideas of the enemies and i like the rooms and stuff like that yeah. i think roller coaster comes close to recapturing that yeah. but i have to say i don't like them sort of games as a rule because they're yeah. too fucking hard too fucking hard
0: absolutely that's my solid. first death bomber i believe <laughs> the intro music i couldn't pin it down I couldn't pin down what it was, but it was that really classical, uh, classic. I don't know what the fuck that is. Like I was trying to Google what is the the, the music from Rollercoaster? What? Where does it originally come from? Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't couldn't find anywhere. So if anyone knows, please tell where. Yeah. But um, I liked it. But it was it was a strange version of it though, because so kept speeding up and slowing down.
1: Well, I think it was the jet Set Willie uh, idea. Like if there's too much on screen, uh-huh. the music slows down.
0: No, but there was no music in game. It was just there uh, oh. the the music on the intro screen. A very interesting fact. This is a, this is a good fact that the retro gamer listeners mm-hmm. will love. Yeah. This game, did you know, was reskinned as Dragon's Lair: The Legend on the Game Boy.
1: I did read that Wikipedia
0: thing. How strange is that? I know. Very strange, that. Yeah. And I looked at some screenshots, and when I, I I watched some YouTube videos of them playing roller coaster, guy mm-hmm. uh, playing roller coaster, and a load of the comments was, whoa this looks just like uh, Dragon's Lair: The Legend." It yeah, looks like they've just ripped it off and stuff like that. But that's interesting, isn't it? How they completely reskinned the game, um, changed very little, really. Mm-hmm. So to the point where people could recognise it.
1: Well, I did read somewhere um, that the Game Boy and the Spectrum, and I've always thought this had similar there's some similar chips in mm. and it's not just the music chips. Mm. There's something similar and it's like so it makes sense yeah. to do that, I get well it makes sense. And... In,
0: in in so much as like <laughs> get some cash. Uh it's funny that the how different that game must be to the original Dragon's Lair. It's completely different to be a um like a platformer instead of being that button press QTE well, game
1: there's a classic angry video game nerd where he plays through Um, it might be the one on the NES mm-hmm. and uh, it's really funny and you're right um, they changed it into a platform game I mean Dragon's Lair was so successful that I guess the brand And mm-hmm. um, I think they made like stupid little tiger things
0: you know? Aye, yeah that wouldn't surprise us uh, I like the way the cars spun around and like the, the big wheel and stuff and the there was one, it was the, the first screen you were on if you went to the left. Mm-hmm. It was the first big spinny thing in that, that room. I really liked that.
1: I thought uh, just what was going on on screen was just, it was like...
0: Some of it was really fast. I know. It, it, there was one, one screen below that one I was just talking about where you drop onto another rotating cars thing. Mm-hmm. You land on that and you shoot around like really, really fast. Um, it had an interesting thing with the health as well. You know, we're talking about health. Yes, I, I noticed that. Jump I and land on the and it, goes it made a pretty, I like that noise it made when the 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 health was going down. Mm-hmm. But as the health goes down, it, it grows like a little gravestone that has R I P on it.
1: That is the classic. That yeah. is what um, exactly what we are talking about. Yes, <laughs> uh, I don't know whether to talk about this more in the next game, but I'll touch upon it here. It was made in 1985, right? And Jet Set Willy was made in 1984. It's difficult to say because there might have been a team working on Roller Coaster, you mm. know, and there's only one guy making Jet Set Willy. Just in terms of how much more is happening on the screen in that game, yeah. it does just, it kind of blows Jet Set Willy out of the park on mm. that level. The I park. think.
0: Nice. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I, I would prefer to play a Roller Coaster than Jet Set Willy, like a bit more grounded as well i know it's zany uh roller coaster but at least it makes some sense (laughs) you know what i mean and it's it didn't like i always felt like jet set when he was trying too hard almost like i don't i think he was Uh, he was mad enough to create make a game uh like that and not really try to be ironic or zany it was just sort of natural but it did still feel like that you know what i mean
1: it's funny you should say that because that's what i feel about the next game yes I feel I like know. that tries far too hard. I
0: totally agree. We'll get to that, though. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, there was an eternal death glitch I came across pretty quickly. Uh-huh. If you jump on the first screen, if you jump up to the red... <laughs> the, the first season, screen. Yeah, log flume. Uh, <laughs> and if you jump off to the right, you can get caught in a, an eternal death oh, drop. god! I like the uh, the graphics, where the particle effects where you exploded, though. Oh, it right. it reminded us of lemons. You know, when the lemons drop and uh-huh. the squash... There was one bit
1: where it looked like a disco ball or something on it and it reminded me of these t- particular type of sweets I used to eat where they're like segmentized, mm-hmm. in se- like, they're like a, a ball, mm-hmm. but they're segmentized like, like a chocolate orange
0: sort of thing. Chocolate orange, there's only superficial damage on the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the sound of the fun house. Mm-hmm. I liked all, everything about the fun house actually because it was the way it moved backwards and forwards and... The way it was really difficult to judge the jumps and stuff. But it made this particular sort of click and noise I really liked. because uh, 'cause I'm easily pleased when it comes to sound effects.
1: <laughs> well, with the spectrum, like <laughs> sound effects and music aren't exactly strong point. Uh-huh. Looking at this game, I was trying to look at a different angle, like some like so I touched upon my paper boy saying mundane jobs, mm. you know. With this game, I would say for a platformer, setting it in a fun fair is quite weird. Yeah. But there's a game that I found on Moby Game that sets in an even weirder place and it's called Apple Cider Spider and you're a spider and you're in an apple press.
0: What the fuck?
1: That makes cider.
0: Yeah, I know. Do you remember that game on the PlayStation oh, yeah Spider? I think it was just called Spider. only ever played the demo, yeah. I have, one of my mates had that and you had like, you could pick up weapons to put on your arms and stuff like right? that was a weird game that
1: that's a game I'd like to play
0: yeah definitely I think you could put on almost suits of armour and stuff and like shoot with it maybe I, I don't know but uh, what Can a you strange imagine concept making,
1: you know like platform games and I, God bless it for trying something different because platform games you know they had to be cute so you didn't know yep well what does everyone like generally hate, hate I would
0: <laughs> ah, have to have a look at that because um, that was a fascinating well I do some research for Twitter after this episode. Mm-hmm. That was a fascinating game. I remember being quite good as well. I only ever as played the as, demo. Like... As far as being a fucking spider. Mm-hmm. I think you were like a mutated spider from a lab or something like that. Yeah. You certainly weren't in an apple press. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the palm trees looked like severed dog's legs. They looked weird, yeah. Every time you jumped as well, it, it was weird the way... You, you, did you go on the roller coaster? You must have done it. Yeah. And if you tried to jump when you were on that... It sort of pushed you through the, the carriage, <laughs> and if you jumped too many times, you would just hit the track and die. It was really really frustrating the jumping.
1: The, that bit for some reason reminded me of Venturama with the the raft. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, the fall distance as well was unforgivable. You could you really couldn't fall very far without dying. And uh, I
1: hate that in games in general. Anyway, I realize in like first person shooter mobs or or stuff like that, or like platform games like Tomb Raider and stuff like that. You're gonna get fall damage. That's fine, mm-hmm. but stuff like Jet Set Willy, like I'm sure on Jet Set Willy, no, I might not have been Jet Set Willy. There was some game where I jumped, mm-hmm. and when I la- like when I came back down, I died.
0: Just from your own so, jump. Yeah, so <laughs> I you, died. Is, You're forcing yourself to jump so high that you're injuring yourself. It's actually impossible if you're on a flat plane. Jesus <laughs> Christ! The death sound effect was really piercing. Believe me, I heard that a lot. And the collecting items sound effect was a weird a weird noise. It was something that you would hear a lot. It was a strange. Change, it wasn't just strange like choice. the classic collecting a ring on Sonic or mm-hmm. collecting a, a coin on Mario that you could listen to over and over and over again and never get sick of it. It was like they're satisfying noises, aren't they? When you hear it, you think, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's like the Pavlov's dogs thing where because you've heard it and you associate it with being a good thing, yeah. it's a satisfying noise or. Because it's already a satisfying noise that you want to hear it more when you collect stuff, but this roller coaster one was neither. It's <laughs> an annoying cheer so it wasn't very. Uh, it didn't but make you a salivate.
1: You know stuff like Sonic and Mario; they were play tested and they were like, um, you know, put together with some like sense. Uh-huh. This game does not and I don't mean this as a criticism. I just mean it as a fact. Yeah. I don't think they sat down and thought anything through. They were just like, "Oh, hi that in, hide that in."
0: Got sixty screens? Did you know that? Fuck, sixty screens.
1: How many levels is? Jesus. How many screens has Jet Set Willy got? Like that's. Don't know. I know it varies on versions. I'm not sure.
0: Someone can tell me one together. So, that was roller coaster. Anything else you want to say about roller coaster? Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy roller coaster?
1: I I don't like them sort of games, but I'll tell you. But did you enjoy
0: roller coaster? (laughs)
1: I will tell you what I enjoyed. In did this, you enjoy
0: it? Could you tell us that
1: <laughs> this this means I am probably a very big nerd, but I enjoyed listening to music and watching someone else play it. Right. Because I'll tell you something, I
0: couldn't play it. Because oh. I'm
1: shit at them sort of games. You
0: did try it though. Yes, yes. Alright. Oh, at least you tried. Right. That's the main thing. So thank you very much, Roller Coaster, for the memories.
2: Yeah. The
1: Dynamite Dan. Dynamite Dan. So this was made in 1985, same year. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of connections with the game that we've already been talking about. Which one? Roller coaster, <laughs> and it's by Microsoft. Is that correct?
0: I believe that's correct. Yeah, Microsoft. Written by Rod Bauket.
1: Is Bowkett uh, like you know, an odd way of saying bucket?
0: Is the, the thing that I'm shitting into right now. No, yeah. yeah, that's a bowkett. Pass me shit, Bowkett. Um, yeah. So you played this one, yeah.
1: Yeah, this one was out on the Commodore. Yes. And oddly enough, the Commodore version looked identical to a Spectrum. So, you know, for those people who say Commodore has like blocky graphics and stuff, how is it mm. able to do
0: that? I've got a theory. Com- uh, Jet Set, well, he was out on the Commodore? It was made on the
1: Spectrum, though.
0: Was it out on the Commodore? Yes. How did it look on there? Identical? Identical? Yeah. Do you think that's deliberate then? Because they know that the Spectrum version was so successful, it went, let's not change it. Let's mm. keep it exactly the same. And what they've done with Dynamite Dan is, it's obviously a game that he's trying to copy. No uh-huh. disrespect, mate, but you're obviously trying to copy Jet Set, <laughs> really. mate. And, uh, um, in the Commodore sixty four, I've gone well. Let's just let's just copy it exactly. Yeah, but the because hurtful that's things what people like
1: the hurtful things people used to say at school was um, that basically the Spectrum was like had better graphics. Fact, the Commodore was a load of shit. It couldn't do. That it is. couldn't make graphics to the level of I the spectrum
0: you must have had a tough I tough, did tough school life oh fucking, it was did like you, did you open up your Commodore and go oh, like that no I didn't <laughs> <laughs> you are secret agent Dynamite Dan and you have been chosen to save the world from the evil Dr. Blitzen and his assistant Donna uh, uh, very clever. Yeah, I read that, Christmas, I that. Games. Christmas games see episode 7 mm-hmm. point 3 point yeah after after landing your zeppelin on top of his house you must explore the house and find eight sticks of dynamite aka dynamite mm-hmm. left behind by a previous agent who perished horribly I would imagine and blow up the doctor's oh. vault to get the plans for a mega ray the house is full of baddies and obstacles to deplete, deplete your energy bar your energy bar also depletes slowly so food must be found to keep it topped up points are awarded for various objects scattered around the halls mm-hmm Mm. That's the uh synopsis.
1: Well, I would say if you looked at the game, just static pictures, I would say in some ways you would think the graphics were better than roller coaster because mm-hmm. the sprites a lot bigger and like you know, the the sprites in general are bigger and are slightly more detailed than roller coaster stuff, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah.
0: But as soon as it starts moving I didn't I wouldn't yeah, I don't think it's a, a good thing.
1: Do you not think the main sprite was like he I, said I didn't like the game so yeah. I'm just trying to find something to like you know, uh,
0: the main sprite was a weird design because he had like a big pot belly he just yeah. didn't look like he was bothered <laughs> yeah. he was just wandering around and when he's meant to be like a fucking secret agent uh, or whatever uh, you said he was the end of the game as well when you lost all your lives I really liked the animation of him falling over for some reason it just looked really cool I, I can't I'll, put remember it, that. I'll try to make a gif and put it on uh, Twitter but mm-hmm. Because the weird uh, Dr. Blitzen kept firing this funny zigzaggy line across the screen when he died. And he hit you and you sort of dropped down and fell over backwards. And it, lo- it looked really nice, it's smooth, a smooth little animation of right. falling over. I can't remember that bit of it. But honest. he was a weird, maybe you was just so good you never died.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then I turned it off because it was like, Papa. What I'm going to go on about, and I was alluding to it with roller coasters. So it, it's so much like Jet Set really. again, right? And when you think about it, on the 8-bits, there were so many games like that. Mm -hmm. Like, a type of platformer where it was, like, single screen, and you collected stuff. So, Jet Set really came out in 1984, but a year previous to it, you had Manic Miner. On Wikipedia, they say that Manic Miner is heavily influenced by a game called Miner 2049er on the Atari. Uh Now, that came out in 1982... So, these games are like three years on, or, or in the case of Jet Set, well, one year on. Mario came out the same year as this. Really? Like, Mario on the NES came out the same year as Dynamite Dad. It's crazy, isn't it? It's just, that in the so different. Yeah. Within the genre of platforming, honestly, like Mario, you can still play Mario now, mm-hmm. and you can enjoy it. These games,
0: yeah. you can play them. It's a chore. It's a fucking chore. Mm-hmm. Real sure, you know when and Mario the original Mario when you jump can you sort of move backwards and forwards when you're in the air and stuff a little bit, sort you, of, you can control your jump a little bit when you're in there.
1: Yeah, I think you can, but the the problem with that is the Mario that I always remember playing is Mario on Mario All Stars on the snares, right? And they changed Mario's sprite mm-hmm. a bit and changed some of the physics. I never had a Nes. But I had a snares, mm. and I went through all of the um, Mario All Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario All Stars on the snares is a. Fu- I've still got it. It's a fucking class carriage. It's just. So it's like,
0: got all three Mario's.
1: It's actually got the original, then it's got um, Mario Two, which is the one that came out in America, which is the one that you know how they used. Is it Doki Doki Panic or something? Right. And they re-skinned it because Mario. 2 is on the cartridge and they call it Mario 2 the lost levels in mm. all it is is it's just a tougher version of Mario right. so it's actually got four games on the on the cartridge because right, okay. it's got my favorite Mario and it's Mario Three. Right. Mario Three is just it's just brilliant it's just I would say it was better than Super Mario land on the SNES. right okay. which for me that's more focused on secrets and stuff uh-huh. which it's cool but Mario 3 is more like, it's more honed, I think, and it hasn't got Yoshi, because I don't like Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, never
2: mind.
0: Another thing to relate to the Jet Set Willie, because I actually put in my notes, uh, they tried to make a Jet Set Willie clone. That's how it felt like to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the music is Turkish Rondo by Mozart. Jet Set Willy theme is Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven
1: On um, the Commodore it is I think
0: Just in um, Jet Set Willie just in general it is yeah. Right okay yeah uh, Manic Minor is in the Hall of the Mountain King mm. In Roller hey. Coaster I don't think I've already said I don't know what that tune was but it's it's kind of like a really it's not a classical piece of music uh-huh. but it's like a I don't know how to describe it but it's something that you recognise yeah there's no coincidence that they've chosen Turkish Rondo by Mozart it's a classical piece of music, and they've, they've put it in there deliberately because it's it's similar to, it's not a similar tune to the Jet Set Willy One, but it's a similar idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To use a classical piece of music, because they've deliberately done that it, again to much try and make it as much like Jet Set Willy film as possible.
1: You know, if you if you look at horror films, or if you look at like particular genres of like metal, mm-hmm. like thrash music. If you think of like the big successful bands, like say Metallica. And then you listen to like some of the like the lower on the run bands, because you've listened to Metallica, you can kind of know the structure of songs that thrash then takes upon itself. And I'm not saying Metallica invented thrash, but just it's like it's this narrow framework that they can work within, and because of that, all these bands that are within thrash within this particular time period all end up sounding having similar tropes and stuff. It's the same with these three games. Mm. You've just got similar ideas, all just, you know, trying to push themselves out of the boundaries of this narrow framework with what they can work with. And in the end, I think the worst one is Dynamite Dan because it's just, it feels the laziest of them all. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of Jetset Willy. Really. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of this type of genre in general.
0: Yeah. They're just a ball ache to play. Yeah. I didn't. I really didn't like it. They made it so so tight, some of the jumps, you'd have to get it absolutely perfect to get past something. And some of them were impossible. Some like, of them you had to take
1: impossible. fall damage or you had yeah. to take... And the fact you've just read out there that he's, his energy is leaking anyway. Is, yeah, unless
0: you eat something. What the... <laughs> f- is
1: he like diabetic or something?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? All the stuff he has to eat is like a fucking boiled egg? Is and ice cream and stuff like that. So, yeah, everything's in a different place every time you play, which I did think was was Respect pretty cool. To it, yeah, yeah, every item was in a different place. I did like the transporters. There was these things that looked like showers. <laughs> every now and again it would go beep bee, 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 and like light up and if you you jumped in there it took you away to another transporter somewhere else in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. There was this lift at one point where you, if you fell down it you you just fell for about 6 or 7 screens and you hit water at the bottom and that was instant death. That was the end of the game. I did that a couple of times, which is a total... There was a
1: river running down below. Mm, Again, reminds me of Venturama. Yeah. It's funny. I think homework, especially with the 8-bits, there's going to be a time where we're going to have to leap forward to another... like, um, Uh, Because we're going to end up sounding repetitive. mm -hmm. I hope listeners who actually do enjoy this show... (laughs) You're you're very... There's not many of you, so... You know... (laughs) I think we're trying to come with them front and, and see something interesting or what we feel is interesting. Mm-hmm. But there'll be a time when we will run out of stuff to talk about on the early bit ones. It's just unfortunate today with these two games being so similar. Mm-hmm. But we'll both agree that Roller Coaster is miles better than Dynamite Down, yeah. I think. And I totally oddly agree. enough, Dynamite Dan got a sequel. Did it? Yep. Roller Coaster didn't.
0: That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Well, roller coaster I was cloned so.
1: Oh yeah, yeah I'd forgot about that.
0: The antagonist I thought was pretty mental. The guy with the crazy hair, Doctor Blitzen mm-hmm. with his shades and he's he points his finger at you when you die and that thing shoots across the screen and knocks you over. Uh when you pick up I oh, when you pick up one of the um items, mm-hmm. like one of the edible items, the sound effect sounds like the start of the Simpsons tune. And the instructions because you can read through the instructions of the how to play the game, yeah, no, and they've tried to be as funny as possible. It's got you know that typical Ugh. Spectrum humour.
1: Well, it's it's it goes back to the British uh humour that was in games, I think, mm-hmm. it, which are
0: really really crap. <laughs> it says at one point it says beware of negative buoyancy. That means you can't swim. Ugh. Exactly. I did like the trampolines that were in there though. They were, they were interesting. You could bounce but, bounce around on them.
1: I would say there's another like unique selling point of the mm-hmm. game. But there's so little in that one, I think. It got good reviews, though, back in the day.
0: Yeah. There was a variety of different power-ups as well. There was a deodorant can that allowed you to be invincible for a bit. Mm-hmm. And you could uh, kill the enemies, like a bit like Pac-Man, how you could sort of eat the enemies. Uh, there was a test tube that gave you an extra life, and the food just gave you energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's everything I, I I really had to say about that game. I I didn't really like it. The enemies were were too big and too strange for their own good. It was like a Viking at one point, or mm. a, I think it was a Viking or a dwarf. I'm not sure. Like a fantasy world dwarf, not just like a little person. Right, like he had like a helmet with horns on and like stuff.
1: Gimli or whatever he's these called out of Lord of the I never toss a dwarf. Is that what I say? I never toss off a dwarf. Ah, uh.
0: nah, not a fan. Not a fan of Dynamite, Dynamite Dan, so thanks, Michael.
1: Yeah, I know, I felt a bit guilty because we're like no, I laying into it. He
0: knew what he was doing. He uh, knew what he was it doing. Leave over
1: with a stinker, thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he was right though, what he said was uh, there was just so much going on It you just couldn't keep up and handle it. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
1: Again, for the 8 bit systems, it's quite a, like you know what, pull pulled off was admirable. An I achievement, just don't think it's a it's a very good game. An
0: achievement that you necessarily wouldn't be proud of.
1: Well, they must have been because they got a sequel and they got high marks.
0: Job done. I but so did Independence Day. Hmm. Which is coming out soon. In the second one. That looks pretty atrocious. I didn't like the first one. You didn't like the first Independence Day? No. Why not? Must go faster. Must go faster. What other films did you say that in? Yep. Uh <laughs> Park. Must go faster. Oh, did he? Yeah. Jeff Gold. Blum. Mm-hmm. Do you
1: remember when he used to... Jeff
0: Golden Plums.
1: Do you remember when he used to um, advertise... Was it Heineken? Oh, right. Or yeah. was that... Oh, was that not Ruka Hauer? I don't know. I'm getting mixed <laughs> up. Did Ruka Hauer advertise Guinness? I don't know. He looks like a pint of Guinness when oh. he's younger, doesn't he? Who? No, he doesn't. What would
0: that He's not black or white hair. No. You're thinking of Wesley Snipes.
1: At least I was watching one a black and white TV. <laughs> the blacks and whites, the opposite <laughs> way. Although I don't say colour.
0: No, me neither. <laughs> Can you think of any rude sounding games? Because I had this idea of a recurring theme on this podcast. Uh, That's all we've done, thanks. I uh, had this idea of a <laughs> recurring theme in the podcast of... Games that sound a bit rude or if you change slightly could be a porno game. Mm. Like, you know how you've got saving private Ryan, Shaving Ryan's Privates it's oh, a Porn I. version, or as my brother came up with years ago when we played this game, Driving Miss Daisy, which is a name of a film that you don't have to change for it to sound a bit rude.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: so you've got the obvious one like Womb Raider. Wow. Which would work for the T V uh, for the film as well as the game. Uh-huh. Don't want to put you on the spot. Uh, Jesse yeah. Willy always sounds. I was going to say Jesse
1: Willy does sound uh, rude. Mm. But
0: maybe um, mm. we'll have a, have a think in the second half. If you can come up with one, um, or we'll just think of them in between podcasts and yeah. get our guests to come on and and, and think of a, a rude sounding game.
1: Well, you know, because um,
0: it's just childish.
1: We're both adults, yeah. And well, I'll be honest, like you know, I'm, I'm aware of porn. You know, cosplay is a big thing. <laughs> I did stumble upon... <laughs> stumble yeah, upon? Just totally just by accident. It I just, <laughs> just flashed up on just my screen. So happens
0: with Google, I yeah. was playing massive tits and...
1: Well, there's a porn star quite like called Aurora Snow and there's a scene where she she's dressed up as Chun-Li. That was no. interesting. That was interesting. But there was one thing that i seen a while back and it was a Left for Dead porn, like, parody type thing.
0: Really? Based Zoe? Off...
1: Yeah, it was Zoe. Oh, yeah. It wasn't
0: Zoe in... Uh... What's he called? You've got Zoe Franklin. No, she.
1: She actually get. I think she gets raped by a tank or something. <laughs> I I can't remember. It, it was Fucking like hell. it was like I looked at it out of like odd curiosity, and then Jesus. I thought, and then I got sleepy and fell. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Woke up with a in a mess. Mm-hmm. Left her head. Was it? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm thinking. Oh, that, if it's not, that's what it should be. Yeah. Uh, did you hear that cross platform? Oh, yes. Very interesting.
1: Well, what I read of it was that Microsoft are allowing it, is that right? In the Microsoft
0: one in- have sort of said, come on, let's do it, to, to call, almost call PlayStation out, I think. Because yeah. I think they're pretty confident that PlayStation will go, mm, no, don't do it. But it's just interesting because we called it in uh, mm. episode 8.5. Around about the 1 hour 27 mark, if anyone wants to go back and listen. But we discussed it. Me, you and Michael, was said how they should make a big thing out of it and how Rocket League is the perfect game mm-hmm. to do that with. I agree. And the first game that they've announced before was Rocket League. Wow. So, Fucking hell. So thank you very much. We predict the future. Mm-hmm. And that's the new name of the podcast, The Future <laughs> yeah. Predictors. I, I
1: still think it, it, it's a cool idea because, you know, you do get people who, who take the rivalry of the consoles quite mm-hmm. seriously and
0: say... It, it goes one step towards eradicating that because no longer will people go I'm going to get an Xbox you know when people ask a question oh which mm. should I get should I get Xbox or PlayStation the consensus is usually what if your friends got PlayStation right we'll get a PlayStation it takes that away now it, it and does. I don't know whether that makes the decision harder or easier I'm not sure but
1: it does and it doesn't though because um, there's still games that are only out on each console yeah. and that's the I would say maybe that's why perhaps I don't know it's it's odd that PlayStation PlayStation on a weird predicament here because really they've got to say yes yeah. because otherwise they're going to guys. seem like dicks
0: well, they're, too, they're, getting, they're falling too far behind now with backwards compatibility and stuff like that I personally don't think
1: backwards compatibility is a big thing because I still have my 360 set up Well, yes, I still uh, play on it for me the reason I pick PlayStation is for the games that are only on PlayStation. That's but for why ease,
0: I, for ease though, you you got to agree that just being able to uh, have one console sitting there is better.
1: It is, but it's I finish all games that I want to finish, and yeah. then I move on. And there's not, there's hardly any games I want to play that are old. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the the thing about the PlayStation from the the thing I. I love the PlayStation, but I think the thing they need to get better is the online play. And that might be a problem that Microsoft knows is a weakness Mm. because I I haven't got any AAA titles that I can play online. So what I'm playing online is the free games that I'm getting. And universally, I have poor experiences. But then saying that I had poor experiences on the 360, I don't know if it's down to the servers, or I don't know if it's just down to people who are dicks. I don't know.
0: Uh it's an interesting time, though. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting time.
1: I go back to you want you want strong competition, because yeah. if you only have one console, what happens is you it just breeds like it just mundane, you know, like Mund- mundanity. Is that a word?
0: The 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 Mun- non- mundaneness.
1: They won't push themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yes. The PlayStation. Complac-
0: complacency.
1: That's right, yeah. The marketplace. I mean, I would like a stronger Nintendo. Like, the Wii U done bad. Like, I don't know.
0: Wii U done bad. The problem is, is after getting a Wii, I don't play on it much. Mm-hmm. I find it annoying. It's, it's as I've always said with Wiis, it's more of a, a social console. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's something that you play with your friends. That's why I would never have one, just sitting there, because I'd... Don't have any friends. <laughs> oh.
1: I I think that um, the controller is so inaccurate. Yeah. It's funny, right? Recently, I listened to... So I'm a bit behind. I listened to a Retro Asylum about Zelda because it's... is it I think it's 25 years... It's either 25 or 30 years old. Wow. So they, they took the opportunity to talk about the original Zelda, which I've never played the original, and just go through its different iterations. And I thought it was fascinating because one of the lads... His favorite Zelda is Link to the Past, which is mine, and he didn't play. He didn't like Ocarina of Time. He played it, and he didn't like it. Now, I've never played Ocarina of Time. I know that's a shocking, like, oh, like they'll probably be like people slapping the face when they hear that. But recently, I've got I've, I've bought Twilight Princess, like I've said on this podcast, and honestly, playing that game was such a ball ache, and the reason being is is. It's that fucking control method. That waving the remote around. Yeah, My dad gimmick, used to do it? that, right? My dad used to wave the remote around. For the deli. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like hoying <laughs> like, like the remote around. Yeah. It's not something I want to do. It's so inaccurate and imperfect. And I've heard in Twilight Princess, which is the one... Sorry, not Twilight Princess. There's a one after uh, Twilight Princess on the Wii.
0: What's that one called, isn't it?
1: That one, according to a lad at work who's went through the game, later on in the game, you have to have a fight. One of the big bads in the game, you have to have a fight with him. And you have to slash the screen in precise places with the Wii remote. Oh, yeah. And if you fail that, he knocks you down a level and you have to climb all the way back to do it. I'll tell you something now. That would... I couldn't... I could, I couldn't do it. I literally couldn't do it because yeah. it's so, it's so inaccurate. So anyway, <laughs> but I, I love you. Dig it, like uh, the PlayStation's falling behind. Say the rivalry is still there.
0: I, I know. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm not boasting, th- saying that Xbox is is better. Not at all. But I just think that they need to do something. They need to do something because, ex- in my opinion, mm. Xbox microsoft have, have come on leaps and bounds over the last couple of years since if you think about the first announcement for xbox one how much they've fucked that up uh, well since then, they've done, by one. They've, perfect, they've completely had a turnaround on their um the indie indie game side and made it so much easier for them for indie games to mm-hmm. come out they've uh there's still a long way off as well or the the parody of it, uh, releasing games on the playstation or other formats and refusing to release them on xbox they've Done a bit of a turnaround with that. Rocket League's a good example.
1: There's still a long way off with the uh, indie games because yeah. I, I read uh, games TM online now and there's a lot of games that are like indie and
0: they're only on the PlayStation. They've got the preview program where you can buy a game that's in development mm-hmm. and you can play the game and it says this game isn't finished. There's one I played the other day which I didn't like. That's a good um, idea. I've never, I didn't hear, yeah, yeah, I didn't you know do about that. It. So you, the game comes out, ARC, that's on there, so you can pay to. Play that game. Mm. It's not finished yet, but it will be eventually. That's a completely like a PC idea, like Steam and stuff like that. So the all they're coming, they're coming along. And like I say, I know you, you wouldn't appreciate the backwards compatible, but it's a massive boom. Well, for them. it's huge.
1: I'm I'm not a fan of backward compatibility because it's it doesn't interest us, right? Mm. And that's not to say it's not a good idea, but it doesn't interest me to such an extent that there's there's something on the PlayStation. It's like PlayStation now or something where you you sign up and you get unlimited access to play games like mm-hmm. and I think some of them are old game like old games right, okay. I'll go by the it. I think it's great that we've both got different consoles and yeah. we're both enjoying our purchases. I, agree, I mean yeah. hopefully it's more beneficial to the listener mm-hmm. who like
0: have different they have different viewpoints because mm-hmm. they're not biased at no. all no except the fact the Xbox is better yeah I just, the all I need now to yeah, all <laughs> I need now is more time to play the fucker no, no, F-bomb
1: that is a thing like time
0: fucking hell there's another little shout out I want to give to at making Games mm-hmm. that's at M-A-K-I-N G-A-M-A-S right they, I spoke to them on Twitter this week they've got a game coming out called Raging Justice which is kind of homage to Streets of Rage. Games Brilliant! Like yeah, it's coming out on Xbox One first because it's better, mm-hmm. and then it's coming out on uh, other other formats like, other yeah. consoles. Yeah, like, like when they can be bothered. Crappy like <laughs> other ones. Uh. But it—I uh, had a look, um, and it looks great. Looks really good. So everyone, have a look at that. Making games at Making Games, Rage and Justice.
1: Can I just interject with something? And this is—I wish is you would—a yeah. compliment to you. So get ready for Uh-oh. it. I don't. Personally, listeners, listen to this. Listener, I don't care about Christian. social. I, <laughs> I don't care about saying? social media. I haven't got a Facebook account or any of that. But the stuff you're doing on Twitter, you've got, and got a all Tinder
0: that? account, don't oh you? Yeah. Grinder, sorry.
1: Well, I've got. Of course, that's <laughs> high on my list. But the stuff you're doing on on Twitter and amazing, and, and Facebook and stuff, it's all you. It's all. In the mind of the listener right now, I, I want to make it clear, I don't do any of that side of things. So, if you think that podcast's a bit shit, put the stuff on Twitter <laughs> is good, well, you know who's responsible. Also, I would say anyone who is listening to the podcast, check out Twitter. When we talk about some weird little reference to something, it sometimes turns up on Twitter, pictures and stuff, it and it can help you. Pod
0: yeah pod gif of pod exploding
1: and I mean Tom that's probably why Tom hasn't got a lot of time to play on the Xbox because he's doing a hell of a lot of work editing this podcast masturbating mm-hmm. masturbating mm-hmm. and shitting in
0: buckets yep yeah. and then repeat mm-hmm
2: yeah retro games are
1: I'd like to uh, mention that on the PlayStation I've been playing a few indie titles because at uh, the beginning of this month there were some free ones. Well, Broforce is probably the main one, which I showed Tom. You did. Broforce is a little 2D shooter, pixel art style. And I guess its unique selling point is your characters, who you unlock later on, are all homages to action heroes, and it's quite fun. So there's like Robocop, um, Commando, Rambo blade and the game gets quite nuts later on it it actually has aliens in the game and the devil i've I've finished it um i might put up a few pictures on twitter if anyone's interested i thought it was good but there was some real technical problems there on in the game it started to move really really slow slow down and today i've played through the game again on hard wow i finished the boss on my first go which was mental it was still slowing down like fuck. Yeah. I would add that maybe's part of the reason it slows down is there's so much going on in the game because it has destructible uh, environment. Yeah, yeah. You said it seemed, it looked a bit like Terraria, sort of like... Terraria, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, The other game I got was Galaxia, I think it's called or something. It's a little 2D shooter. It's unique selling point is it has a roguelike structure where you have to finish five levels. It's a, I showed you, Tom... It looks a bit like like asteroids you well obviously better graphics, but um it's it's that type of flying game two yeah. d but there's there's a skill in piloting it, but the annoying thing about it is if you get to level three or something and die, you go back to level one, mm. so it's it's a risk reward thing that you've gotta set out a lot of time. oh, I got this fire uh this one where you're like this firefighter, I can't remember what it's called oh, right here. Yeah. Um, which I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the graphical style and stuff. Uh, it was called Flame Over. Um oh, Yep.
0: Flame Over. Good pun.
1: And the other game that I've been playing uh, that I got free was called Nova 11. It looks a bit like Insane Twisted Planet. Do you remember? Oh. How, again, on Twitter, the actual... Do you remember on, we, we'd commented how much we like the graphic oh, style of that right. game and he yes, got back to you and that's said that's right
0: he did didn't he he said thanks <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah I forgot about that It it's turn basedy sort of thing it's very relaxing playing it but I don't really enjoy it mm. so there the they're the um, I did get oh is it called Nom Nom Galaxy or something I got oh, right, that yeah, yeah. which I showed uh, Tom I showed you and the, the the only thing that surprised us on that game was the um, PlayStation Joypad's got a little um, speaker on it, oh, really? and when you fell in water or done certain things, sound effects come out of the speaker, which I was unprepared for, and I didn't know why the hell it was happening. I like the graphic style, but it's a game where you got to put a lot of time into, and I just haven't got to, like patience. There's I just one about like... soup, wasn't it? Yeah, you. It's, it's got a certain type of humor, uh-huh. where like soup is one of the delicacies of the galaxy. And you've got to go to these planets and uh, create these factories yeah i guess online with other people it might be good but i was playing for the tutorial and i was getting bored mm. it's funny the tutorials put you off sometimes mm. but
0: that's that's okay with all three of those games they're all free yeah oh cool no harm no foul mm-hmm. excellent um i don't really think i've been playing anything else no i've been playing rainbow six a lot i fucking love that game oh cool Mm-hmm. you're playing Rocket League a lot as well because I fucking love that and I think I'm actually quite good at it oh nice yeah I'm not sure but I think I might be actually quite good at that game got MVP four times in a row the other night when I was playing mm-hmm. in the 3v3 matches so yeah I'm good at it All Right, I'm quit your job, your job and play professionally no no I I like my job too much
1: an old man mm. that's your job isn't
0: it yeah old men young men whatever I can get really. mm-hmm. no, I'm not picky do you remember
1: that rumour? You, you know, in the porn business, there was something called a fluffer? Yes. Now, for the listeners, a fluffer would keep the men interested sort of thing. Erect. Yeah. And apparently, the birth of Viagra, like...
0: But they want whatever of jobs. Yeah. yeah.
1: Can you imagine going to the and like, what was your previous job? Oh, I was a fluffer. And then you'd have to explain what a fluffer was. Uh-huh. And that fucking some drug had, like, basically made your job. Like, your career. What a shame, what oh, no. a shame! Oh, no. I'd like everyone now to have like a minute like pause the podcast and for a minute just you know just think about that, lest we forget the poor fluffers
0: just go do a quick google search fluffers um see watch watch a few vids, and we'll see in about fifteen twenty minutes mm once you've cleaned up
1: them and paper boys gone. there should yeah. be a game about fluffers,
0: well, statistically uh most paper boys. Were fluffers at some point in their career? Yeah, did did actually try out mm. being a fluffer in the porn industry? Paper boys and paper girls.
1: Do you think at any point in Paperboy they were going to make a body in that game that was a paedophile?
0: Guaranteed. If
1: they had more you memory. Have on a board.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and on that bombshell. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pause now. Grab another drink, mm-hmm. and. Maybe to even have a little wee. Right, oh, yeah, yeah. The second half is going. Oh no, man! We need to do one more thing.
1: Well, pick homework again. Well, two more things. I was gonna say. <gasps> oh, actually, because we've got a big podcast yeah.
0: coming up. Um, do we? Do we either skip the homework, or do we only need to choose one or two?
1: Why don't we put it on pause? Okay. And then when we've done the next big podcast, we'll then pick another few. Yeah. Okay. So anyone I'll, I'll who I'll ever that. plays along with the homework idea. You get a few, You get like a little couple of weeks off.
0: Yeah, don't you, worry about it. Even though they had a couple of weeks off with the last two episodes. They did, yeah, but, yeah. you know. It's a, it's a, <laughs> I it's don't a think second. anyone gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more time. To Cause the next, I'm looking forward to the next episode because I haven't really prepared much. I've got some notes. I've got quite a few notes, but there's going to be a quiz or quizzes mm-hmm. that I haven't prepared, which I'm looking forward to actually winning. Right, yeah. And yeah. An,
1: old, an old acquaintance returns yeah he's been like he's been around the galaxy hasn't he, he? Has. He's, he's been, been visiting loads of stuff
0: fighting crime they uh, just fighting say? crime yeah he's international. international he's he's uh, interpol yeah but like unipol mm. so he's like universal police instead of just international police and he's got a lovely leather jacket really nice and a, quite a nice pair of boots
1: it's funny because he's vegetarian but uh
0: he's a hypocrite is? Terry he's a vegetarian isn't nah he? <laughs> he's a vegetarian but he eats alien creatures and he claims that that's okay because vegetarians don't eat earth animals oh, right, yeah. but you can eat uh, alien creatures you know what? they all taste like chicken
1: I've got a bit of I just taste just like chicken this yeah. year that's a clutch uh-huh. lyric is animal it? form yeah <laughs>
0: How oh, does that go? Cool?
1: Uh do
0: times you've a clutch lyrics in this, this oh, podcast, you I know. should be paying us.
1: Yeah, sure. What I was going to say is, recently I found out on a different podcast that um, through stem cells, they can create meat that's been grown, and it's not from, like, animals.
0: I'm pulling a disgusted face at this.
1: Right. So what they're saying is, if you're vegetarian, is there any morals that... What, was, was, you, any,
0: was uh, The idea of being a vegetarian is they don't like the idea of animals being. Cruel, cruelty? Cruelty to animals. Animals being harmed, mm-hmm. I suppose, and not eating a byproduct of an animal that's vegan. Now, is an animal being harmed by extracting the stem cell? If not, then yes. What's the problem? Yeah. I still don't think they would eat it because I don't think I would eat it because it sounds fucking horrible. Really? But it's the only answer for the food crisis, which we are all part of.
1: Because what they're saying is, if you look at meat nowadays, like how like animals, like the terrible way we keep animals, mm-hmm. factory farming and whatnot, and the amount of like stuff we'll pump into them, antibiotics and... Penises. Yeah.
0: If you're into that. Mm.
1: Remember if the police come if the police are listening to this podcast it's it's you they want to go after is know? that
0: illegal is that
1: illegal what bumming cheap <laughs> is it illegal I, bestiality I'm sure it is what well it was that guy who got done Shit. for shagging a horse
0: but was that not just by the like the horse's owner or was he not <laughs> upset or did he get arrested oh fuck I need need to make some a horse goes into the bar yeah (laughs) and
1: they say why the long face (laughs) oh because this guy's been bumming us
0: oh I didn't see that coming that's what the horse said
1: (laughs) anyway I'd just like to say like if anyone is vegetarian what's their opinions on this because I'm a bit of a hypocrite I I hate like what how animals are kept and stuff like that it's like and I just push it to the back of my mind and enjoy my burger. What a hypocrite. So why don't
0: vegetarians just do that? How are you, man? Sorry. Uh oh, don't hate this, man. We're just making jokes. Yeah. We're only making jokes. But if yeah. you do want to send any hate mail, mm-hmm. send it straight to... Terry Cowan. I'm going to say Ross's email address. Oh. Um, well, I don't check it anyway. Meat. It's
1: <laughs> too filled up with, like... Meat
0: is murder at yahoo.co.uk. Ah,
1: uh, you could... At the end of this podcast, you can fade out with, like, um, a Morrissey song. I hate Morrissey, by the way, yeah. but...
0: Oh, oh. hang in eat hang and and do things. So, yes, email us at that, that email address. Tweet us at gonarchslair, G-O-N-A-R-C-H-S-L-A-I-R. Email us at gonarchslair, it, We've got a Facebook page, the Gonarchslair podcast Facebook page. Like, we're there, follow us for... Loads of really interesting updates once every week.
1: Uh Well, I don't, like I say, I I look at them on the fab. On the look. Okay, bye. No, that's it, bye. (laughs) Bye forever. Again, I go back to that's the, the net. You don't know what's true, what's false.
0: Exactly, like those pictures of you. Right, you they're claim. definitely false. You claim.
1: Oh, you mean the ones with me having a massive penis? They're true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at your penis right now, and I mean, mm-hmm.
1: it's okay. It's a. It's cold in here. I've had better.